Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they What an excellent day for an exorcism. You wouldn't be able to do these awful things to me if I weren't still in this chair. But you are, Blanche. You are in that chair. Who's in the box? It's the gun down, David. Oh, what's in the box? Give me the what's gun. in the box? Wolves have a territorial range of about 300 miles, and they can range of 30. If we're close to their dam, and if we're within that radius, then they'll come after us. Well, how can we tell if we're close? We can't. What in God's name are you talking about? Yes, son, Mr. Thornton. The son of the devil. He must die, Mr. Thorne! You do not want to go that way. What's that way? Officer, sir, you do not want to go that way. We're going to the mall. Hello, Dexter Morgan. Hello, welcome once again to Dark Discussions, your place for the discussion of horror, film, fiction, and all that's fantastic. I'm one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A., and with me in the state of Michigan. This is Eric. Eric, how are you, sir? I am well. Excellent. And in the Commonwealth of Virginia? Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you, sir? I'm good. Excellent. And we usually have another co-host, Mike, from New York, uh, the state of New York, and uh he may join us, but uh, there's a chance that he will not due to uh, prior in- engagement with uh, after hours at his work. Uh, but we are here today to uh, present an episode, and today is November 9th, 2023 that we're recording this, because some of our listeners, like Pam, Mike's wife, uh, is always curious when we record our episodes, because sometimes they are not released immediately, and instead of put into the queue for a week that we are not able to record an episode, but we can always have an episode ready to release. Uh, we just uh, recorded episode 600 uh, and released that, so I'm not sure when this one will be released, but hopefully quick, but uh, we do have a couple of uh, other films that are coming out. I believe Cobweb is going to be 601 tomorrow that we release that. But uh, who are we and what do we do? Uh, we are the Dark Discussions Podcast, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. We are part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is a bunch of podcasts that are created by us, your co-hosts here. So uh, our co-hosts on this podcast, you can hear on the other podcasts that are on the site. Uh, the website um, has an email, and you, you can just email us directly, darkdiscussions at aol.com, and we will read your par- uh, email on the podcast. Just make sure in the subject you write DDP, uh, and then whatever your subject is, because we get a lot of emails and this, uh, from producers and newly competent stuff to review their indie films, and if you don't write DDP in the subject, it will get lost, so we can just do a search, DDP, and boom, uh, your email will be brought up. Um, who are we? In a sense, we do movies, so we review movies, so horror, sci-fi, fantasy, thrillers, techno thrillers, mysteries, grindhouse, arthouse, uh, midnight movies, cult films, foreign language films, and the like, basically we try to talk intelligently about a genre that deserves intelligence. Uh, also, Eric, uh, what else do we have on www.darkdiscussions.com, the website? We have links to our Patreon account. Patreon is a service that allows you to financially contribute to your online artists like podcasters. That's us. 
producing this show is not free. We have to pay for things like uh, domain names and website hosting and movie rentals and computer equipment and so on and so forth. So if you'd like to help offset the cost of producing this show, that's how you can do it. You can go to patreon.com slash dark discussions or click on the Patreon badge on any page of darkdiscussions.com. We appreciate any and all contributions. Indeed, indeed, and uh, thank you for all those who do contribute, this handful of people that do. Uh, just like many uh, podcasts, uh, we are completely free, and we only uh, gain money through uh, generous donations from you when we do. And all that money uh, actually uh, goes to uh, pay for the website and the hosting site and various things like that because uh, we do not um, – uh, charge for listening to any yes. of our episodes. And, and to be clear, we don't break even. Phil gets all the money from the Patreon account. It does not cover his costs for running this show. So, just putting that out there. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's yeah, true, anything but. is appreciated. Yep, yep, yep. It's true. It's true. It's true. And uh, Eric is a podcast fool, so he would know. He would know how it works. Yeah, I lose okay. money on a scan seat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Exactly. Same thing. So there you go. So we uh, uh, do appreciate any any help. Um, also, um, what else did I have here? There was something else I wanted to bring up here, uh, and I uh, don't think I remember. It must have been that important. Which is uh, okay. Oh yeah, I do remember now. It's Facebook group. We have a Dark Discussions podcast Facebook group where you can uh, just search for that on Facebook and you can join in the conversation or start a conversation yourself. Anything related to genre, whether it's video games, anime, uh, movies, uh, and the like. So uh, join us there. Uh, and if you want, please uh, go to Apple Podcasts and review us and give us a five-star review we prefer. And uh, that just gives us uh, notice. Uh, puts us up on the boards when before Stitcher uh, was bought out by iHeartRadio. Uh, they actually even uh, featured our podcast a number of times, specifically during the Robin Williams um, passing, where we did uh, some tribute episodes to them, and uh, they emailed our our podcast out to. Uh, there are millions of listeners, uh, but uh, we don't have them to help us anymore. So what you could do would be uh, fantastic. Uh, also, you can share that podcast. So uh, just you know, uh, make a copy of the podcast uh, or the website link or or however you listen to podcasts and, and share it on Twitter, Instagram, uh, wherever wherever you Facebook wherever, and uh, that helps us well. Um, all right, I think that's pretty much all we got here. Uh, so I guess we can get into our topic tonight. So, uh, Eric, uh, why aren't we – well, actually, you know what? I was going to say a joke about Mike that it'll be a short episode, as you said. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like but, he joined. Oh, Mike joined. He's here. Yeah. Yay! Mike, you here? Yeah, apparently just the, the pushing back to 8 o'clock was the mess, leftover message from last week. Oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, so Mike just misread that. Yeah, that was from last week. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're on time today. Uh, so uh, we're just doing the intro. So here we are. So I guess we can. You didn't have to sit through all the blurbs. Congratulations. Yes. Indeed, Woo-hoo. indeed. So the house cleaning is all over. And, uh, Eric, uh, what are we going to discuss tonight? Tonight we're going to be talking about an Argentinian film called When Evil Lurks.
marchado del pueblo. Estás asustando a mi familia. ¡Lo vi con mis propios ojos! ¡Estuve con él! Y tú vas a ser un infierno. Tenemos que encontrar a la bestia. Antes de que nazcan más. Los tiempos de la fe. Se terminan rápido. That's right. Uh, the film is When Evil Lurks. It is a 2023 film that was at Stages, I think is how it's pronounced, which is a uh, a uh, film horror festival, genre festival in Spain, Catalonia, to be uh, specific. Um, the film, uh, I believe, is actually directed by the same guy that did the Argentinian film Terrified. Uh, yes. that we, we did a review a few years ago that, that we all highly liked and had it as a, a top five, I think. Um, it was such a great film, that one. Um, Terrified is like my go-to film right now when people say, like, could you recommend a film that's actually scary? That I haven't seen already. That I haven't seen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that, that's, that's a fair point. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, uh, but before we get into our review of this uh, and then start talking about it, we do have one other thing we forgot to bring up, which is the top 10 podcasts for the last 30 days on the network. So let's do that. I thought we did that at the end. Yeah, all right. We can do that. We'll wait to that. So, folks, you listen to the end and you can hear uh, what's going on. So, all right. That's fair, Eric. So uh, let's get into our uh, – discussion but uh, a couple other things um that's pretty much it because we don't know any of the actors or anything like that uh but we will mention the director since uh, he was the person that did the um terrified film and that's called uh his name is uh, damien ragna uh and it was written by him as well uh it was released at theaters uh in early october and then streaming uh october 27th 2023 uh distributed by ifc films and released to streaming services in at least the states, uh, the AMC-owned Shutter service. Um, all right, so I guess we can get into uh, how we heard about this film and what we thought about it. So uh, let's start with you, Barrett. Say Barrett? That's what I said. Okay, kind of cut out for a second. Um, so I had seen some things on um, Shutter about this, or I saw an advertisement about this it interested me, and then I saw it on Regal's list of movies coming soon. And while I am not a big subtitle person, I decided to go see this in the theater um, in deference to Eric because he always tells me I should check these out with yes. subtitles. Oh. So I was um, really surprised at how much I liked this movie. Um it was one of those where I stopped noticing that I was reading subtitles because it just had me so well into its story. Um, I thought it was really well shot. Um, I liked its 
world that it takes place in. I thought it was very interesting. Um, it's fairly gory, um, and it's kind of a rough watch, but I really enjoyed it. All right, sounds good. Uh, let's go with you, Mike. How did you hear about this film, and what did you think? Uh, I saw it uh, listed in theaters. Uh Unfortunately, I was not able to get to it, uh, so I didn't actually watch it until uh, this evening. Uh, I've heard great things about it. Uh, it just was one of those things that was like in the theaters for like a week, and I just couldn't get the schedule to work out. Um, I'm still processing some of it. I, I think what he does, by which I mean the director, uh, really well is set up some really Creepy stuff. Um, I mean, I don't think there's anything quite here on par with the bowl of Fruit Loops, but um, from Terrified. But there's still some really just creepy things and creepy ideas here. I like how they kind of just drop you into this into this world and you you figure out what's going on um, as you're watching it, and you know they don't like there's a scene about an hour or more into the film. It's what it felt like to me about an hour, maybe about an hour into the film, where you find where you get the rules. Mm-hmm. Whereas you compare that to, oh, I don't know, um, uh, Zombieland, where that's like literally how they start the film off mm-hmm. is by giving you the rules. And so that's a really unconventional storytelling technique. Um, I'm still not entirely sure what I watched. It's the only thing I have, and a rewatch would probably help. Uh, but I th- it's it's a solid film, and if you're looking for something good this year, if you're one of those people, and there's been a few of us who have been complaining about the lack of good films, at least in the last oh, three to six months, uh, this is one you need to, to check out. All right, sounds good. Uh, for me, how I heard about this film, um, I think I heard about it from Barrett, um, and I did notice that it did pop up around my general area as well at limited release. Um, but um, um, I did not see it at theaters. Um, so uh, Barrett kept on saying that we should do it as an episode, and uh, we said, sure, especially since it was coming up uh, to Shutter on October 27th. Uh, so I would allow us to uh, get to see it uh, for free. Um, and for those who, of us who didn't have the option to get to the theaters, whether it was not near us or whether we just didn't have the time. Um, so I uh, watched it uh, an hour of it yesterday and then the last half hour uh, this morning before work. Um, and um, the, the film is getting... 99% good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes by critics and 57% by um, audiences. And RogerEbert.com website, they give it two and a half stars, which means uh, mediocre or average. Um, I, I'm going to say that uh, this film was just mediocre or average as well. Um, I was confused like Mike was too because, again, I didn't know they were just dropping us in this alternate world. And and Barrett had to tell me that this is an alternate world um, because I just assumed it was the real world and and, something bad happened and and then everything goes to haywire and there's an apocalypse or something or whatever. But uh, it appears that uh, it is 
a world that was already in place before we even got there, where there was rules, as, as you said, Mike, and, and those rules were um, um, sort of not related to necessarily the world. In other words, those rules could have been rules at any time for any superstitious people. So I still didn't even know if they were rules or if they were just things that's uh, seven things that superstitious people were talking about. Um, so I, I wasn't there wasn't really anything that scared me in this film. Um, and all the the deaths or things that occurred besides maybe the very first kill of the film, um, not even the second that happened two seconds later, but the very first was the only one that I was not expecting. Um, so no, nothing, nothing really, really uh, maybe creeped out or anything. Um, even, even if there were some gross things that could have creeped people out. Um, there, there were so many films from last year, whether it was Smile or Barbarian, maybe those were even two years ago, um, and things like that that creeped me out and that really were really great films. Um, and this one was a good film, or mediocre, too good, but but nothing great. So I, I would say... Um, it's so-so. A lot of people on Facebook that are horror fans have... have been exactly where the critical audience is on Rotten Tomato, which is about 57%, liked it and the, and the rest didn't. So it's been a 50-50 split, what I've seen on Facebook, and, and I get why, because it's uh, got to find an audience. It's definitely an audience-type film for horror fans, but it also is one that uh, many horror fans will, will probably forget, too. So, yeah, I, I was just so-so on it. I was going to Eric. Yeah, um... I did not get to see this in the theater either because it wasn't really near me. Um, but I had heard a lot of buzz of it online. Um, so I was looking forward to its release on Shudder. Uh, wish I watched the, the day it was released. Uh, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I thought it was acted well. I really dug the music in this movie. I thought it had a killer score. Um, and I don't mind being thrown into a universe that I don't quite understand. Uh, I mean, Terrified was much the same way. Um, so I was kind of expecting it. Um, so, yeah, I think um, possibly this got a little overhyped by the horror crowd. Uh, my theory is that it's because of the lack of really, really good horror movies this year. Um, there haven't been that many, so they were clinging to this one, which I kind of get. Um, so I thought this movie was very good, but not quite as good as it was hyped up to be. Um, that being said, um, I would be curious to see more of this universe. Um, I would like to see, um, a prequel to this, uh, about one of the characters and we'll get into that after the spoiler flag goes up. But, uh, I, I understand why uh, Mike was talking about the rules because I know he's big on having the rules. Um, the rules are there. They don't make a whole lot of sense to me. They weren't explained very well, um, but at least they were put out there. Uh, so we'll get into all that post spoiler. But uh, overall, I really enjoyed this movie. And I want to say I'm very proud of Barrett for going to see it of his own volition. <laughs> Let me just be clear. I did not object to being dropped in the middle, and I certainly didn't object to the rules taking forever to get there. Um, I, I 
I appreciated that they did something different, that they that they left it up to the audience to uh, figure it out. Mm-hmm. I hate that we call it rules now. It's just you know how the how well, things they literally happen. refer to them as rules in the movie. Right. I, I know, but it's just <laughs> it's like everything has rules now. It drives me. Insane. You're just. Oh, a, am I, right. I know. I mean, when I talk about <laughs> rules in horror films, I, I talk about. Sometimes they're literal rules, as they were here, uh, although yeah. I don't know that they were used quite as well here as as a film is. But Gremlins, like, lays out the rules, right? Yeah. Three, right, three. right, right, right. Yeah. But then there's also things, like, that are informal rules, like uh, Tremors don't make any sound or A Quiet Place don't make any noise or Jaws don't go in the water, you know, because just by having the rules in place, it it makes it clear that, a taboo is about to be broken, and that brings danger with it. And it's just a, a very effective way to bring suspense. And it grounds the film, too. Right. But, like, here, one of the rules, I don't think I'm spoiling anything, is not to use electric lights. Now, the rule yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense because electric lights make shadow. You know what else makes shadow? Non-electric lights? Every light. Yeah, every light. The moon. The moon. Yeah, moonlight <laughs> makes shadow. Uh, just, yeah. Everything makes shadows, so I don't. I don't know if this is a case. Oh, that's what I was talking about when I said that I don't know if the rules made a whole lot of sense. Well, it now, could be just possible. they don't understand them for real. I mean, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like they're just as lost. Well, and that's and and seem. that's why I'd like to see more about this world because it seemed like they were trying to convey a whole lot in in uh, in a limited runtime of the movie yeah. and. Uh, Perhaps there just wasn't enough time to get it done, so I'd be curious to explore a little bit more. Agreed. And I'm uh, going to say that it's possible that this is um, that that this could some of these things might have been just uh, janky translations. It's possible. I don't think so. I don't. Think so. I, don't I, I doubt it, but it's possible. I mean, it's uh, especially since the the no electric light thing was done a couple of times. Um, but yeah, so regardless, I still I still liked enough of it. I still don't necessarily know that I followed. Yeah, I didn't. I I didn't think it was just because the it was a sh- the shadow thing. I thought it was because they were electric lights, specifically. But well, it's, 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 anything with electricity. But they yeah. said they said something about the shadows too. But I don't know. Yeah. But maybe it's shadows from electric light. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, which doesn't necessarily make sense. I'm just saying that's how I understood it was that right. electric lights in particular were a problem. Sure, sure. Now, um, before we get, we talk about anything more, uh, we got to get into uh, the wiki. Wiki, wiki. In a remote village, two brothers find a demon-infected man just about to, quote, give birth to evil itself. They decide to get rid of the body only to end up unintentionally spreading chaos. All right, so that's kind of sort of what happens, but yeah, all right, that's good. Um, well, it's what happens, it's just not all that happens. Right, right. Well, but but there, was a, there was another guy that was involved too, but yeah, that wasn't a brother, but yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, so uh, what do we do here on the Dark Discussions podcast for our new listeners or for those who happen to join us weekly. Uh, basically, what we do is we talk about uh, everything and anything related to the film at a certain point. Uh, so what we do is review the film, as we just did, and then we critique and dissect it uh, to see what 
our feelings are, what the the world is that they created here, what they're trying to say, things of that nature. I uh, will spoil it and whatever, but we do throw up a spoiler when we, we begin to do that. Uh, before we do throw up the spoiler and begin to do that, uh, we talk about general stuff. So, uh, for example, uh, before and we'll talk about maybe uh, this guy's other film and how it relates to this or uh, just alternate reality films or being dropped into the middle of a universe and or whatever. We, you know, just general things uh, we can get into and uh, we can talk about that. But uh, that's pretty much it. Um, so uh, at this point, we're going to just talk about the general stuff. Uh, I will state... Uh, one thing to start, uh, which isn't really a topical, but I just want to concur with Eric uh, that this film may have uh, been uh, overhyped, uh, and the music score is, is fantastic. Um, all right, so uh, where do we want to go? Uh, what do we want to talk about? General stuff, generic stuff. Anyone? Um, I'm going to be very careful here because <laughs> I don't want to spoil um, the moments I'm about to refer to. However, there were a couple of moments in the movies uh, that involved animals that I'd be really curious to know how they got it done because uh, they're, very, they're very effective uh, and they look quite real. And I can't quite like it's either masterful special effects, really well-trained animals uh, or good editing or a combination of all those things. But the end effect are uh, at least two moments in my mind that elevate this movie about uh, above some others. Well, and it's a question, too, because, you know, we, we don't know the the, the rules uh, in other countries about animal rights and stuff. I mean, we do know, like, for example, in, in the Norwegian film, The Innocence. Um, and the, well, and the, was it the Slovenian film? Uh, with Naomi Rapace, I forget her, what the film was called, but those films, they had a little burb at the end that no animals were harmed in this feature, mm -hmm. but I, I have no idea in this one, so that's a good question, Eric. But well, I heard a comment about that, too. And I wouldn't have understood them if I did, so... Well, I was right. going to say, you, you hit the nail on the head, and I wasn't surprised by what happens. I was just horrified at how real it was. Right. So it it's, was very, very effective. Um, you know, it was like a scene you're expecting, but <laughs> it's just done so well. I mean, this, well, this, the second one in, in, in particular, they kind of yes. uh, they kind of uh, not project. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, telegraph. They, they yes. telegraph it like you're just sitting there watching for about two minutes before it happens going, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, and then it happens. You're like, holy shit. <laughs> right. Well, well, even the first animal issue, um, that one was pretty telegraphed as well. So but it seems yeah, but I still so... don't understand how they did it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I do hope no animals were harmed in this film. Put it that I way. guarantee you there weren't. Yeah. That's that's really not something people do anymore. I think the last time they did that was Cannibal Holocaust. Right, right. Yeah. Um yeah, so so the other film You Won't Be Alone. That that was the film I was talking about. Macedonian film. Actually not so mm. but that that no, one that was there was a, Yeah, there was a couple of animal deaths in that, but uh, the, those were pretend. Um so I'm or, confident in saying I believe no animals were harmed in this film. Yeah, me too. Right, right. Yeah. 
All right, so that, that's that's something of note, though, even if you don't like um, fake yes. animal. Fictional animal violence happens in this movie. It is. Yeah. It, it is harsh. It is. It is. Yeah. So if you're one of those people who uh, goes to does the die dot does the dog die dot com, uh, me me, what's going on? <laughs> right. Right. So, anyway. Um, Alright, so... Let's see, what else do we want to talk about? I want to just say... I was just going to go on and just mention that all the special effects here were pretty pretty solid. But anyway, go ahead. Well, Uh, kind of, my... my, What I was going to say kind of goes hand in hand with that. I thought the imagery in this movie was amazing. That was one of its strongest points. The the imagery and, and the musical score. Both together were really, really well done. Um, you can find flaws definitely in the story, but those two aspects, I think, were the strongest aspects of this movie. Yeah, I, I will say that um, if you like the the films from, from the 70s from Europe that were all gory and made no sense, uh, this one this one could fit in there. Uh, even RogerEbert.com, that website, even though they continuously uh, misrepresented Lucio Fulci's ethnicity because they kept on saying he's an Argentinian director when, when he wasn't. He's an Italian and never lived in Argentina, to my knowledge. Um, but they kept on comparing this film to Fulci and his work. Uh, and, and Fulci is well known um, nowadays, especially as, as, a, as a great cult film director that had uh, really cool special effects, really cool scary scenes, but um, the story uh, may have been secondary, similar to Dario Argento and other Italian and Spaniard and, and German uh, directors of that time. And so th- this film kind of kind of felt that way, I feel. Um, and that was a fair comparison. So I feel if it fell in that time frame and people look back at it, they would they would look at it similar to how they like. Argento are full chief type films, but maybe, yeah. I've, I've never uh, like that's a huge hole in in my horror knowledge is Italian horror because I just haven't seen any. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah I, I I started watching them uh, about five or six years ago, and and there's some pretty solid stuff, uh, but there is some that are is like completely confusing. Um, I mean, a lot of it looks like pretty colors. And that's it. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no, I'm good. Yeah, I always feel like I want to get into that and, and watch a bunch of them, and then I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I know, Eric, someday I'll you take almost, plunge. Yeah, yeah, you were, gonna, you were thinking, of, hey, maybe maybe it'll be uh, this year's New Year's resolution film. Uh, um, that oh, I know you film. really want me to do that, Phil. But yeah, Suspiria, Suspiria, that's what it is. It's my choice. Yeah, no, but I mean, you almost did it once. I remember one year you almost chose this. Yeah, program. but now that I know how much you want me to do that, I'm never going to do it. Oh yeah, so <laughs> I, honestly, I, honestly, I don't want. Not your contrary. Yeah, <laughs> but but it's all good. Um, so let's see. So uh, what else did we want to talk about? Gener- generic stuff. I, I feel his prior film. I know Mikey said something earlier, but but I, I felt his prior film was pretty easy to understand. Um, to be honest, he might be the only one on the planet. Well, terrifying. There were, there were definitely points of confusion. I think, if I remember, I remember us discussing this on the podcast. They, they were talking. Um, 
talking about how it was an eerier rather than a house or a person that's possessed and and explained it and stuff and so I, I don't know I, I felt I felt it it made sense pretty well and it wasn't an alternate world either right it was supposed to be the real world and, and then these ghost explorers discovered this weird area um well, it, you yeah, could say this was this one was the real world, just in the future. I mean, it's you know, like by a year, <laughs> it's not. Well, yeah. honestly, this movie was set in a part of the world that I have very little knowledge of. Um, I have no idea how people Same. live there, um, or if what was depicted in this movie is typical or atypical. Um, I just don't know. So I'm just gonna. Yeah. I, I just took it as it rolled. Yeah, yeah, the reason I, I, I called it an alternate world for you, Phil, is because you like things set. Like, you look at the world around you, and you look at this film, and you go, how can they be doing that? Because that can't be done in our world. And you just get a little restricted by that. So that's why I was saying that. But I, I think you're you're absolutely right, especially since Mike, in his review, felt similar to what you said and what appears – to be true based off of what you told me, which is this yeah. is like a different world and, and it's sometime in the future or something. And these demons are well-known it's, it's like, no, rather no, than it's, just a, a regular Catholic possession it, type or demon film. This is an alternate world just like any horror movie is an alternate world. Any zombie world. movie. Well, yeah, yeah, and to, but, me, but not, to I me... I think it's much different. Like, but go on. I was just going to say, to me, it almost has a fantasy feel to it. Um, uh, yeah, you're right. Cause it, cause it feels like it is a different world with different rules. Um, like, you know, uh, the forgotten realms or something along those lines. Um, cleaners. <laughs> right. Well, cleaners. Like demon hunters, right? Travel. Um, yeah. So, so I, I would have... love to know more about the world and the lore. And like I said before, I feel like they just didn't have time to get all that out there in this movie. I mean, the only war for me is that you have a creature, the, the, the possessed, the rotten, whatever you want to call them, and just like, say, Dawn of the Dead, um, you know, you have a creature, you know, you have a thing, you have to communicate what the creature is, and it's that's and now this happens to be a different creature apocalypse, so to speak. It's more post-apocalypse, but... Right. And, right. Well, and and I think that's where it was confusing, that... that it was post-apocalypse, and and well, we'll get into it post-spoiler. Yeah, and I was completely confused for the, for the first like forty minutes. None of it made sense to me because I thought it was the present day. Pretty, well, it was present day, but it was an alternate world. It was. I, I think they make it. I think they make it very clear. I think this is silly. I think it's very. I think it's very clear within the first fifteen minutes what's going on. I didn't think so. I, I thought it was because it was a rural area, something like this happened, superstitious people, but then they see this and they go, okay, maybe it is, uh, you know, a, a, it's a Roman Catholic country mostly, so figured that, okay, so maybe there is something with, with you know, evil hell and all that, but then things happen that make it say, okay, this this doesn't make any sense, and then when Barrett said, oh, but Phil, this is like an alternate world or, or the future, then it's like, okay, it makes sense, but why didn't they just say that at the at the beginning? 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it was just they didn't want they didn't want to spoon feed it to us. I mean, right. that's they wanted the story to tell you. What they the like you sitting around going, "What the fuck?" Yeah, but but it wasn't. What the but, fuck? So Phil told me that his problem was that um, you know the suspension of disbelief. And that's right. where I was saying, because you're caught up in what you think the real world should be, you're kind of not looking at just what they're in right now and expecting your rules to apply. Right. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but, but like, for example, when we have other films that are alternate or in the future um, or post-apocalypse, whatever, so you, you get that right away and you can figure out why and you can believe that world exists and you're in that world and again i guess you can believe in this world too it's just that for the first 40 minutes i didn't know i was in a in a future world or an alternate world and and that was a a problem Mm -hmm. you start the film off with them basically dealing with Something possessed. Hold on, hold on. Let's get a spoiler flag up. Right. But and and again, but, but they basically talk about their, you're, more or less, it's, they're talking about them being Ghostbusters in the world. You know, they're talking about it a very routine kind of thing. Um, but that's, to me, the clue that this is, whatever has happened, this is in, you know, either in the middle of or after some sort of apocalypse. Right. I guess I guess it just wasn't wasn't explained well enough for me because I, I kept on thinking I, were, it was just superstition. I, at I first. disagree with the apocalypse hypothesis. We'll get into it later. Alright. Sounds good. Uh um, basically some outbreak, something something's happened yeah. on a larger scale. Something's happened on a larger scale, yes. Right, 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 right. It's 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 heading to the apocalypse, put it that way. If it's it's pre apocalypse, if there's such a word or term. Um all right, so anything else that we want to talk about this general stuff related to this film? All right, I guess uh, we'll throw up the spoiler right then, and uh, at this point we'll talk about everything and anything uh, related to the film. All right, uh, real quick before we get into the plot stuff, I just want to throw out my suggestion for an alternate title for this movie, which is Pedro is a Dumbass. Now, <laughs> well... You, you know, that's that's the um, the the wealthy guy, right? No, he's the the brother with the beard. Oh, uh, okay, got you, Luigi. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, all right. and I think you have a good argument. <laughs> Who's, who, all right, uh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the one who went back to his family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well, I can see why he did because he wanted to get his. Family oh no, that, that that's not the he did a whole bunch of shit. He did a whole bunch of well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he screwed up at that. He end. he he wouldn't listen to anybody. No, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it ended up causing several fatalities. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Um, so, all right, so let's just set it up. So basically, there's uh these two brothers. Uh, I, I have no idea who they are and why they exist as they do, but for some reason they live together. Uh, but then we find out eventually that one of them's divorced and, uh, and the other one uh, just is broken up with girls or women or something and just never had luck. But either way, um, they're hanging out. In this very... What's that? 
women, just damn women. Uh, uh, so, so basically, uh, these guys are living in this really rural section of uh, Argentina, um, similar to any any rural section of any country, um, and they hear gunshots in the distance, and so they talk about what they think it is. Is it just hunters? Or is it something else? And then they say, no, I don't think that's hunters. We've got to go check. And they run into this half corpse, I guess, uh, the bottom half of a corpse. And they find these weird instruments around the corpse. And it's on a property of uh, this wealthy guy, but on an area of the property that um, people that either work for him uh, happen to have a, a little cottage-type house. And so... They decide to head over there and see what's going on, and they find the family of three, uh, the, uh, the, a mother and two children. One of the, the children is all deformed, and they claim is uh, possessed. And um, His name call- is Uriel. Yeah, Uriel. And they and call- Uriel's one of the grossest things I've ever seen. He looks yeah. like he he looks like he was an extra on the set of seven. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so the, he keeps on saying kill me, which makes sense because if he has this weird, horrible disease, um, no, that's and whatever. No, that's it. That's not what but, it was. That's correct. But but it, it makes sense if you don't believe in possessions, right? But if this world is already existing and there is uh, possessions and rottens are common – uh, basically what it is, is if you kill a person that is, is infected with this rotten disease, then you are going to unleash a demonic evil. Um, and so you don't want to kill them. The only way to either kill them is to have these cleans or cleaners come by and they have these weird tools that we never really figure out what, how they use them because we never get to see it in full, but they can prevent the evil from, I guess, escaping and then spreading everywhere else in the area. Um, and so the two brothers decide to go to the landowner and tell him what's going on. And uh, that's pretty much the setup, right? And it seems to me like you, 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 there you go. You've just captured the world right there. You understand the world. I do now well, after watching the film through. Yeah. But at the time, I, I, I'm, I, I just though, thought it was superstitious people and it was just a possession like, you know, you see in any quote unquote normal world, but that well, we see in movies. But part, probably my biggest frustration with this movie <clears throat> is that it seems like there's this pre existing lore about uh, the possessed or the rotten as they, they are also referred to and the inconsistency with which people know this in the movie was driving me a little bit batty because some people are in from the go. They're like, Oh my God, the rotten, that's awful. We, we run for your life. And then other people are like, what the, what are you, what are you even talking about? Right. <laughs> so I, right. I found the fact that, that, uh, this lore was widespread enough that some people already knew about it and other people have never heard it before in their life to be a little, uh, it, it, I didn't, I didn't like it. Let's say it like well, that. And, and, to, and to continue on that point, Eric, this is what was my first complaint of the film. And I, I immediately texted Barrett to mention it, uh, was they, before they go see the land order, they decide that they want to go to the police first to, to tell them about 
the rod in, but also to tell them about the dead body in the field. And um, the police don't want to do anything about it. And I can say, okay, fine, they're not going to go see the rod in, and this is just superstition, whatever. But there's a dead body in the field. They have to go collect the, the dead body in the field. And well, we don't know that's the way things work down there. Well, that's that's that, right, right. Now that I know this is an alternate world, and, and these things happen regularly, it seems. Even in our world, it could happen. It depends on the locality. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a lot of a lot of rural police forces are uh, a little lackadaisical. Yeah, right, right, right. But if they, but eventually, I don't. Know, it was just weird. The body was brought up, and then it was like it never happened, and and it was just confusing. I, I'd also well, this is this is Argentina, and I don't want to. I'm with Eric. I know nothing, but. Um, and I don't want to lump every South and Central American country together. But they but don't always. To. But I'm going to. I'm just. I'm yeah. going to open the door as a possibility that not necessarily all of them have the best reputation as a police force. So, um, <laughs> just just tossing that right. out there. I was just I was just reading uh, a story of someone talking about uh, this was this is Venezuela, which I know is not Argentina. Completely no, no, this is, this is good a, job, this is Mike. Oh, this is a different country. But, yeah, but yeah. where where a guy was at the ATM, feels a gun in his back, basically is told, "You're going to empty out your bank account, give us all your money, or we're or you're never going to walk again." So he empties out his bank account. He turns around, and it's two cops who have a gun to his back. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, but. Phil, I would disagree a little bit with your categorization of why they went to the police. They also went there because the kid told them that they've reported this to the police a year ago. And they went there to read them the riot act. Like, why the hell haven't you done anything? Yeah, about the rotten. Right, right. Mm. That's true. That's true. Uh, But uh, but my surprise wasn't even the the rotten thing. Uh, I mean, okay, fine. That that was pretty bad that they haven't gone after being reported an hour a year before that there may be an incident or a problem at a, at a homestead and maybe as you know mike mentioned uh are you barrett that these cops um don't care about these poor uh farming family that happens to not even own the property and just ignore them and okay maybe, yeah, maybe it's that but then when the cops are told about the dead body in the, the field they don't even want to look at that either, and that just doesn't make any sense. I was like, I, I was, but again, it, I guess it makes sense now because I, I saw the whole film and they go, okay, now I get that this is not today, in a sense. But it, it, at the time, I was confused. Well, and they're more concerned about the direct city area too, right? Yeah, which is where the ex-wife lives, right? Which is it's more right. of a suburb. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have certain protections up in those areas. Not that they're good, but... Right. right. And that was was part of what frustrated me about the movie, because it does seem like this whole town is aware of this possibility and even has a system in place, and yet they're still running into people who are like, why are you acting so crazy? Right, right. Yeah, and, and, and they have a system, but the system seems fairly lackadaisical if they know that there's a problem and then people are just, just driving right into the city um, and people that may not, they may not even know for that matter. Uh, I mean, 
Yeah, yeah was, like they don't want them in there. I would think they'd have blockades and everything. Yeah, something. <laughs> I, I also question whether or not the police ever, for reasons, got the notification about the, the possession. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a fair point. That's a fair point. No, that is a fair point. Yeah, yeah but, but but then the cops claim they did, right? Didn't, didn't, they, they didn't say, oh, we don't remember them coming. I think they kind of... Um, that, the one dude said he was never. It was never reported. Okay. All right. Then, 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 then I think you're right on Mark. Uh, I mean, Mark. Why did I call you Mark? I mean, Mike. Uh, I think you're right on Mike. That yeah, they may have not been notified, and um, we're in spoiler alert. The kid was lying. He never yeah. went to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, for I'm shocked. The kid. The kid lied about a couple things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's because. Um, he, my he's guy, possessed. He was already he was already tainted by the evil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, remember well, what they said. It's interesting that, how how this phenomenon, whatever you want to call it, possession. I guess is as good as word as any. But it's not. I don't know if it's exactly possession as we're used to thinking of it. I think it's more of a. No, taint, I think it's as you just said. It's just like evil. I think it's a completely different thing than than what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like I've seen. To be honest, it's something. There's one or two other movies or books or something that that had something that's very similar, where evil, even wreck for that matter, where evil is spread like a disease, mm-hmm. but it's not really possession. And here, they keep on saying that when the the demon escape, if you kill the person, then the demon, the evil, then can spread. And so, yeah, it's more of like a a disease. A, Mm-hmm. Than, than than a possession, uh, but the disease has a living essence of intelligence behind it, where it intentionally wants to you to to kill or do harm to others, and mm-hmm. do like satanic things you'd see in a Bosch painting or something, which seems um, to be how it's spread too. At the same time, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it was weird too because because they say don't kill the the possessed because then it spreads everywhere. But then if you just near the possessed, it spreads everywhere. So it didn't make any that didn't make sense either. So it's like didn't well, it can. It's not it, as it's not yeah. as likely when you kill it. It's it's gonna happen for sure. Right. But here, but in this movie here, it it seemed as likely anyway whether or not you killed the beast or not because or the possessed or not because everybody who had any contact, including animals, immediately was evil. Well, and well, did they become cleaner. possessed themselves so then they can spread it, right? That's exactly how it works. So right, right. once one person gets it, even if it's unlikely, then it's pretty much all over. <laughs> right. I do have a couple questions that I, I was hoping you guys could help me with. Sure, sure. Sure. Um, my first question, the scene with the goats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the scenes I was referring to earlier when I was like, I don't yeah. know how they did like getting that goat to walk up like it did. How do you do that? I don't know. Um, that was awesome. <laughs> that was probably special effects, but yeah, but it, it, it may have been, but they were very good special effects. If, if that's the case, um, that was like, ah. Ah, motherfucker! That was that was. So this is this is this is one of the best moments in the movie. So if you haven't seen the movie, get out of the spoiler section. Um, so the wife warns him, says, "Don't use a firearm," and that's we learn one of the rules, right? 
So don't yeah. use a use a firearm. We're going to be parents. You'll you'll damn us or something along those lines. Right. She's pregnant. But then yeah. he ignores her and shoots the goat, and she immediately slams an axe into his skull, and then turns the axe around and does it to herself. Which is like I was not expecting that. Um, <laughs> and I don't think I've ever seen that in a movie before. Somebody self-axing themselves. Um, but my question is, did she do that in yeah. in control of herself because she was afraid of the consequence of killing a goat, or had she yeah. been taken over by the quote unquote evil? She had been taken over by the quote unquote evil. Yeah. Uh, that's where I'm okay. Going. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, because because at that point the, the goat was already dead, so there was no reason to kill her husband um, or kill herself for that matter. So well, if she knew well, they were doomed, well, there was. But one of the things that the, this thing says is, is it makes you do things you don't want to do. Right, and that's so, what what I, I don't think she wanted to do either. Maybe she things. didn't want to kill her husband and herself, but I thought also maybe she was doing that. To prevent themselves from getting possessed and doing something maybe even oh, I, worse. I, I, I think there's saying. definitely you're a question they, there. You're saying that they suicided before the demon could take them over. Right. Well, they, the they would go off decision. to other yeah. things. Yeah. That's right. where I lean towards, uh, Eric. That's not what I got out of it. I think both ways work. I think both work, but I think either way works. I'm with – but I think we're on one side. You guys on it's, I know. I think you can make an argument for either – yeah, well, I, I don't think there's anything definitive, which is why I'm asking the question. Right, and, and to be honest, um, I, I, I think it, it would have been wiser to probably blow their brains out rather than using an axe. To, so I think <laughs> I think that was more of the demon was telling them to do. That's, you know what? I'll I'll take that as evidence. That's fair. Because yeah. it would be hard to kill yourself with an axe the way she did. In yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 It would. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's fair. By the way, and she I was saw a, that they were an empathetic a, couple, so you would think they would want to, you know, she would be murder suicide, not not axe to axe, but go, go but on. But she might have been turned before he even was. Yeah. yeah well, oh yeah. I th- I think she was actually. I think she, I, I think she was the one that got the taint over he over him, and then yeah, she, yeah, exactly. But when anyway, he killed the goat, she was like, "I better kill him or give me next." <laughs> yeah, well, again, it could be it could be that way, yeah. But but then she used the axe on herself, and you know she probably would have used a shotgun if you really. Oh, yeah. that was brutal. That was brutal. She's just twitching. <laughs> I love the way she just like slowed down and then couldn't. And but but we, we, we jumped we jumped ahead a little bit. I mean, I mean, him. The only killing or thing in the movie that shocked me was. Her taking the axe to her husband. Everything else I kind of saw, but I think that's probably everybody probably did too, just for the fact that. So you don't think the scene with the dog was effective? No, I, I didn't. It was effective, but I knew it was going to happen. Oh, so, okay. Well, yeah, they telegraphed that from two miles they, away. They, yeah, I, I think they telegraphed pretty much everything except for when she swung the axe at her husband. I, I kind of guessed she was going to do something to herself. Well, and else after that. I, I pretty much guessed too. There is one scene I that I didn't expect, and that's with the scooped out head of the kid is just <laughs> carrying the body. I did not oh, expect oh, well, that. I knew well, the kid uh, was going to be dead, but not brain scooped out of the skull. 
Right, right. Well, they did talk about where how, do you uh, scoop the brains pe- out of? People were eating each other too, um, and becoming cannibalistic. But uh, we, we jumped ahead because what happened was, <laughs> is after the cops did nothing, Pedro and his brother uh, J- Jimmy, I think his name is, uh, go to Ruiz, the landowner, and tell him about the the, the rotten. And so Ruiz goes to the with the two brothers to the, the poor farmhouse. And immediately wants to throw the family off his property, um, but they're, they're talked out of it. And he says, "All right, instead, then, and you know, and, and they say, don't kill the the rod because that'll cause more of a problem.' So they, he has a. I felt was a pretty. Well, there's awesome. there's some political awesome. subtext here too because he says that he thinks somebody put that there to drive them off the land. Which is yeah yeah exactly. So that's a fair point. Uh, so I felt. His solution was fairly reasonable, which is to to take the the broaden and, and drive them away from the area. And and they did it in kilometers, so I, I converted it because I have no idea what a kilometer is. And <laughs> I and, and we're talking idiot. we're talking about two hundred miles away. So mm-hmm. that's like like um, Boston to New York. So that's like a four hour drive on uh, regular highway drive so so they were they were literally shipping that body to nowhere like, the problem is they were not like careful in how they packaged it up they you know the taint was gonna get on them with how not very careful they were right, right, yes. right. yeah yeah exactly yeah uh, these are again the, 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 these are the guys in like the drunken guys in the boat in jaws when they need to be going after quint Right. It's it's they're you're hiring the wrong people and um, they're sloppy. They don't know what they're doing. They're taking a guess and it's a horror movie. So we know that it's not it's it's not going to work because if it was going to work, then then they wouldn't need to have special cleaners that you have to call in to take care of the job. And and, 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 you know what's funny, though, he he, it did work in the sense they got rid of the. The the rotten, but the problem is it's not getting rid of the rotten. We find out the rules include the taint. Right, the, right, that's right, the pro. That's the problem. It ain't the. Well, they actually made their situation the worse. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, because they got tainted. Because they brought right? them closer to a populated area. They, yeah, they brought oh, them yeah. closer to to kids, which kids somehow have some kind of connection right. with these. But well, but, but it, 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 but it didn't. Me. But it didn't affect it didn't affect them because again this is four hours away they dumped the body so the problem was is the taint was already loose from the rotten back in their hometown and that's where the problem was so even getting rid of the rotten four hours away doesn't solve the problem because the taint is already on on the goat and on the the, the brother of the rotten and on the mother and and mm-hmm. on and on so they, they don't realize it though. Right, right. So there's nothing they could um, do. They were already doomed. Everybody was already doomed. I will say, though, that they didn't lose Uriel when they think they lost Uriel. Because I, I gave it a second watch tonight before the show. And uh, I, I was paying very close attention uh, when they swerved to miss the kid in the road. Uh, and right after that, there is out the back window a pretty wide shot of the road. And you see, like, the kid in the road and his bike in the road. And you can see for like 30 feet on either side of the road and Uriel ain't around. So 
whenever he fell out the back, it wasn't when they swerved to hit the kid. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I'll tell you one thing. It, it, was, it was a little convenient when he and the woman head back to uh, find Uriel, and, it, and he says before they go, if he's moved, we're not, never going to find him, which is, is, is pretty much true. But they were able to find him, so that was a little convenient. But um, either way, that's, a, that's jumping ahead a bit. Well, I think um, that's because you're going to find stuff like for that an area movie. to be. What's it's that? Just, it's looking for an area to be. It's not just a corpse that's sitting there. It's right, reaching right. out. It's got its influence. And it's, well, right, right. I guess they lucked out that it was at near a school house or something. But, but, but obviously that that's convenient for the plot because again, you know, if you drop uh, a dog, you know, four hours away go home and then four, three days later, go back. You're not going to find a dog. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just, just similar to that. And, and I think that was the point. Um, but you know, they explained it a bit by it's attractive to children, right? So, so there's a, there's the schoolhouse. Let's go check that out. Evil like children and children like evil. That is now <laughs> yeah, I love that, that part. Well, movie. well it, it reminded me of Magnolia, that movie, it was a great film and possible future cinema a la carte. And uh, there's a scene line in that where someone says, don't ever mistake children for angels. <laughs> and, and I always Is that thought the that respect that, the cock movie. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. And, 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 and the frogs. Yeah. But that, that line always hit me because, and, and here they just verify it with that line. You just read it, Eric is because children, even though they are, in a sense, in a sense, in a sense, you can see children and their evilness by like fighting over toys or you know things that don't matter or you know even if you're not they haven't been fully toys. socialized. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so it makes <clears throat> sense that they would be more apt to be evil, even though the you know when everybody says you know children aren't evil. It makes sense they're not evil, but they do bad things that I think Eric would contend that they're evil and they start that way and until they're not children they don't <laughs> come good. <laughs> I, I couldn't have said it better myself. I yeah, I yeah, they're, they're, to me the reason why 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 children are born innocent is because they haven't had chance to do anything wrong. Uh right. It, it, it doesn't take a whole a very long time. You have to teach them right and wrong to a large degree. Right, right, and they're, they're just little humans, right? And humans can be evil, so yeah, people suck. Yeah. Um, Speaking Christ. of which, this Pedro guy, Jesus Christ! Yeah, all right, well, all right. Explain, explain, explain uh, the issues with Pedro's and his, his intelligence. Right. His intelligence. Well, okay. Well, first of all, one of the reasons I was so disappointed in him is at the beginning of the movie, it looks like he's going to be our hero. Because, like, the very first scene where they hear the shots outside, he's like, oh, it's not poachers because they wouldn't shoot that much. And it was a pistol, not a rifle. I could tell by the sound. I'm like, okay, this guy's got his shit together. He's our man. Uh, <laughs> nope. Uh, so uh, the first mistake is, is moving Uriel. He did that. And he got himself all tainted. And then he, like, went back to his, his ex-wife and with his kids. And he had his tainted clothes they took off, and he wasn't careful enough. And the dog started sniffing at him. 
So then the dog does what the dog does, which leads to the girl doing what she does and leads to the truck doing what it does. So that all goes bad. And then, um, <laughs> so, and, and in the meantime, the, the, um, I don't even know what to call him. The ex-wife's new husband, um, shoots the dog. So they used firearms, which you're not supposed to do. The whole thing just snowballs. And then like, Towards the end of the movie, when they're at the school and everything, he's got this expert, right? He's got this woman. What was the character's name? Mirtha. Mirtha used to be a cleaner. She's got the equipment. She was doing this for 12 years. She, she was knows there at the, the beginning. She's talking about. And yeah. she's like, don't do this. And he does that. She's like, do this. And he doesn't do that. She's like, don't do this. And he does that. It's like, motherfucker, would you listen to what this woman is telling you? <laughs> yeah. Don't go in the room. Them. They're tricking you. Well, you know what's funny is, is when they were introduced at the beginning, I didn't I, – I, you know how you thought well, he was going to be the hero? I actually mm-hmm. thought they were just going to be like – 10 minute characters and then and then we go to the real characters of the film mm. too. because they just seemed so much moronic well I mean they didn't at first they didn't seem moronic but like you said they were he seemed, seemed pretty sane but then when they come to the body and all this other stuff it's just like oh these guys are, are clueless and so I thought Ruiz the the, the landowner was going uh, okay. for a bit yeah. and then they kill him off like that it's like holy smokes no way we're stuck with these bozos you know <laughs> and, and sure enough we were stuck with these bozos yeah, it was like, like yeah, and, and the thing is, you're absolutely right, Art. They're stupid because you know we we can make the the idea like Ruiz, he didn't get it, and the cops don't get it, and certain people don't get it. Like like you said, Barrett, some people uh, knew, or you said, or how some people knew all about the rod and what they could do, while mm-hmm. other people were like, "What are you talking about?" This guy here, this Pedro guy, he knew about the rodin because he was the one that decided to take all his clothes off when he got to his ex-wife's house mm-hmm. to, to get them the hell out of there. So so he knew about the taint. He knew how it spread. He knew all this stuff. So he wasn't wasn't a, a clueless person like other people in the village that had no idea, like like the wife's uh, new husband, who was probably clueless. So mm-hmm. the, he, he was, yeah, he, he was just... Well, I think idiot. one of the problems you have, and this was... Um, uh, not, this is not great writing. Uh, but unfortunately, it's also like cliche bad writing 101, which is um, when he goes to his ex and is like, you just have to do what I say. Just do what I say. Not, no, no attempt to explain why he's doing what he's doing when he could have just said hypothetically, um, hey, you know, uh, I – there's there's a taint or there's a rotten or there's a whatever that's on the loose and it looks ripe and ready to burst and release evil on the world. Well, and and that's like he wasn't doing that, and so that's where I was so right. confused with this film because I'm thinking he's not telling her because this is all superstition, and she's going to say you're talking to crack. But in reality, if this world people knew about no, this, I think they've established would, at this point it's not. Well, well, I I just assume because these city folk or town folk or whatever didn't seem as concerned or into what he was talking, what could have been. So I just assume well, because he wasn't telling them. 
Yeah, I, I just assumed that he was. Yeah, he was kind of walking why, around. Why wasn't he telling them? I was but, thinking it was because, because it would have been convenient. For it would have looked like a It's sort of like when they, yeah. It's sort of like when you have the movie and it's, uh, you got to come with me. It's too much to explain right now. I'll explain later. And it's you got to come with me. Someone, a crazy person's coming over to kill you. That's all you have to say. Mm-hmm. You know, and but and they, they don't need do to I kind of thought he was worried about them, like totally rejecting him if he told the truth. Well, and that's the feeling I got too, which is why I was frustrated with the yeah. inconsistency with the uh, people's uh, understanding of the phenomena. Right, and and exactly, and that's why I, I was I was saying, okay, I could see why he's not telling them because they're just going to think he's a crazy uh, right. kook. Because mm-hmm. I still didn't think this was a world phenomenal thing. You know, maybe I was just slow, or or it wasn't explained, and and it's not really explained directly until you get to the woman talking about right. how right. she worked Murda as a con artist the in the church. In truck. Yeah, yeah. Right. she tells him that she worked as a con artist in a church. Basically, they didn't believe anything, and then all of a sudden, this stuff started happening, and that's right. when they became real and they learned how to how to get rid of these things. Right, and, that's right. Where and the they, and they just organization of cleaners came. Right, and they decided to turn back to God uh, for for being dinks, you know, faking yeah. it all those years prior. And then her husband never comes back, so she knows he got wiped out by uh, the, the evil. And yeah, so yeah, so and then she runs because she she knows it's hopeless. And so yeah, yeah. So the, at that point, the, la- the last thirty minutes of the film, even if Pedro was stupid, um, and it irritated me, <laughs> it made all complete sense. But until we got to that point, I was just like, what the I, – I don't get any of this. I just don't get any of it because Mike makes a good point. You guys make a good point, which is the only reason he didn't tell the family, his, his ex-wife, was because it was convenience for the plot. That's it. Mm-hmm. There's no other reason that – because he should have said it. Well, he's already, he's, already got a, he's already got a problem with the wife, obviously, and she just – she really doesn't like him anymore. Right, but so I can think if he said that the rotten the rotten's just outside the town and everybody knows about it, she would listen even if she hated the guy. I don't know. At that point, she well, was well done she, was, with she him. was an asshole. She was a dick. Even if well, it was no, a, I think she had reason to be. She yes, but she wasn't yes. going to listen to him regardless. Right. We so, find out later that the reason there's so much contention between them is that it's never – we don't get a flashback ba- or anything ba- to know for sure. Sm- I'm sorry. I was trying to make a point. Um, we don't get a flashback to know for sure, but we do get information about Pedro and how at one point he he either was an accident or he did it intentionally, and that's what was never found out. Um, but an exhaust was blocked uh, when he was at home with his family. Uh, yeah. And they almost died uh, from carbon monoxide poisoning. At least that's the impression I got. That is uh, correct. But so I that also is, that is why I, that she hates him so much and will not even listen to a word he says. But I also, also, she also mentioned infidelities too by him. If okay. I'm not mistaken. So, so, but you're right. Oh, he said it, that it, she was sleeping around. You're right. He was a was loser. Right. He gave that's him. Right. She. He gave her right. a broken. A broken child. Because they right. have those, well, and that was but, all after she was dead, and that was actually the the right, the, the right. right. So much, right, but like we don't that's that's right. we don't know that how much of that was like his fears and insecurities. Was she really 
I think it's all insurance and insurance because that's how this thing works, right? But that carbon monoxide thing was more implied that he was trying to murder the the son, not the whole family or or mistake. At least well, I, the, the, the first time they talk about it, it seems like he was just trying to get rid of the son. But uh, later on, some I can't remember who says it, um, but somebody says um, something about him wanting to get rid of himself and his family. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, there, there's some damage there. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if what the demon said was, was true about how she was cheating on him. Um, but either, either way, yeah, they, they 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 both have some some bad stuff in their past, especially him. Um, yeah, and that's I would expect how a demon would work is you know the truth is hurts more than the, the false. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, exactly. is, is it a truth or is it? Well, in the case of the the affairs, uh, I don't know if it's the truth or his suspicion or fears. Right. Well, well, the, either way, in, in, in Pet Cemetery, the book, not not the movies, there's the scene where Judd is confronted by Gage, and Gage starts talking like I think uh, her name was Ruth, his 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 wife who's passed. And she talks about how she cheated on him, and she had uh, gangbangs and all this other stuff, and and they all laughed at him behind his back. And maybe the demon was just lying, or maybe it was all real. But stuff like that, this was very similar to that, right? Where, yeah, it, you know, and and um, it was telling but, him that what he feared was probably true. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yep. But again, it doesn't matter at this point because the point is, is um, he fucked up everything because he didn't he didn't tell his wife that the the, the Rodden's out there, and he also brought the taint with him. He should have yeah, changed. He killed, his, he killed his family by going to them. Yeah, he yes. should have changed. He, he should have known better. Yeah. Well, and and at the end of the movie, that's what he realizes. Yeah. Right. And and well, that's another thing too. Is like. I didn't get the, the phone service here because when they find the corpse in the in, at the beginning of the cleanser cut in half, they don't take a picture of the phone. Take take a picture, but they took a picture, and then they don't take a picture of the rod and either. Yet they have a phone call and they say, "Why don't you take my phone or something?" Like that. And it was just weird. It was like, "Like, where's the phones?" Because and I'm not even talking about calling people. I'm just saying taking pictures. First of all, and then second of all. Why didn't he call his family unless he knew he thought they were just going to hang up on him? And so he brings the taint with him. I don't know. <laughs> but it, well, I think at this point he's, he's scared and selfish at the same time. Yes. Right. He wants right. to run away and he wants to run away with his kids. Right. He doesn't. I don't think he particularly gives a shit whether or not the ex-wife comes or not. Right. right. He's, yeah, like, yeah. He's, like, he's like, give me my kids. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Right, yeah. So he does have uh, compassion and love for his kids, even if he screwed it up and killed them, because he wanted to go save them, right? I mean, so it wasn't like he was just a chicken says, I'm just out of here, I'm leaving and fuck everybody else. He was going well, to get. Well, <laughs> ironically, we find, we find out that that's the, what he should have done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the only way you could get away. It's too bad his brother didn't suggest this woman right away. Right. Mm. 
Yeah, exactly. But even her, would she have been able to get rid of the taint? Would the taint disappear if the rotten that gave everybody the taint? If they had gotten to the to the rotten sooner, I think they would have had a better chance of killing. And if they didn't go in the other room, but but would the taint would the taint go disappear too, or is the you know in other words, just like like, would uh, not disappear until you kill the rotten. All right, so so it's not like. Mike would understand this pretty well too, which is like Salem's Lot, where you or, or um, Night Fright Night. And for Fright Night, if you kill the, the head vampire, all the other vampires turn back mm-hmm. to humans. Mm-hmm. While in Salem's Lot, if you kill the head vampire, all the other vampires are still vampires. So here, the question is: if you kill the Rodden in the cleaning way, meaning meaning get rid of it without causing any further problems, is the taint still there on everybody else? My my understanding from watching the movie is that no, it would not be. And also you have to kill it before it births, before it gives birth to a demon. Um, Because then that demon, this is my understanding. I don't know 100% sure if I'm right, but my understanding is this this demon now uh, has autonomous movement and will go around – uh, spreading the taint itself, uh, which is way more effective than that big fat oozing thing sitting there, not moving, right? Right. Yeah, needing others right. to do its bidding. Right. Yeah, I, I must say the 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 demon was was uh, very unfortunate. I was hoping it would be some awesome looking creature. Well, and that was my other question for you guys. Yeah, is when we finally see the demon at the end, I couldn't tell. Just because it was completely covered in blood. Covered with, with gook, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't tell whether or not that was supposed to be Pedro's son or not. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, I had the same question. I couldn't tell. Right. It, it kind of because the last time we saw Pedro's uh, son, he was, you know, having his brains eaten. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so the fact that the top of his head was obscured and he was all covered in blood, you know, would have made a lot of sense if it was supposed to be him. I just, I really couldn't tell because he was covered head to toe in blood. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I, 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 it didn't even, it didn't even occur. It didn't even occur to me that it would have been his, his son. I just assumed it was just another little kid. But again, yeah. It, it makes more sense it would be his son because then that would be dramatic. And it would while make it more see- painful for him, right? Right. Yeah. While, while just seeing the, the creature, just seeing this little boy that is supposed to be a demon was like, that isn't his son? It's like, oh, that kind of sucks. I was hoping to see some, you know, uh, something from, like, other horror movies we've seen this year. Mm-hmm. Know, but, yeah. No, so that that was my other question I wanted to ask you guys. Well, I think it was going with the now the demon the demon itself is more wholesome looking, whereas the the other one wasn't. That's so. a lot, and people see that and they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna go this way." Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Whereas once he rinses off, he might be perfectly innocent looking. Yeah, right. right. But Eric wouldn't be fooled. It's a kid. It's a kid. They're yeah, all exactly. bad. <laughs> right. 
when I saw it, the kid, I was wondering, I was thinking of Mike saying, oh, I bet your Mike's going to be bummed because it was just a, a kid and not a monster. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's, it, 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 it's fit the, the theme. I mean, it was birthing a new evil in the world. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I did, I will say the film probably now has my favorite kill of the year, which, which was the, the dog taking the child. That was so awesome. <laughs> I want to know how that, that had to be, I like, the more I think about it, I think that had to be just masterful editing. Cause I think yeah, they just, they I think have, was, cause they have the girl there standing next to the dog, right? The girl's looking sure. at the dog and then she turns to face forward and then a minute after that, the dog turns to look at the girl and latches onto her head. And they, there had to be a cut there where they put a dummy in place of the girl, but you can't see it when you're watching. You just can't. You can't. I thought yeah. it, I thought it was computer generated. I, I'm sure computers were used in some manner to help with the edit. Um, but that had that can't have been an actual girl standing there because that dog went to town. Well, well, and, well, I think both the dog and the girl were, were CGI at that point. I don't, I don't know if they can CGI when, dogs when he that well. First takes her, it was, he takes her really quick. So it could have been CGI. He could have been a dummy. I think when you see the dog walking around, it's, it's, it's with a dummy. I mean, I, yeah. When it's shaking it under but the I table, also, that's I clearly mean, a dummy. Train a dog to grab a child shaped object. <laughs> Somebody did. I mean, the answer, of course, is yes. Uh, <laughs> well, and I loved how all that's going on, and and the adults in the room are just fucking oblivious. They're just they're involved in their own shit, arguing and everything. And eventually, the son is like, "Hey, the dog's hurting her." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She was already. But yeah, they're there. full on arguing, and she's getting ripped apart and shaken and. Well, yeah. you know, well, I love I, that I, the dog just I, took I, off with her, like without yeah. even a problem. Well, and, and you know, we're talking about dad as a great kill of the year, possibly, but honestly, this movie had like three or four of them. I mean, I mean, the axe is. Oh yeah, there are some good ones. Yeah, and, and and I think the best one was probably in the movie was the the, the son having his brain used. That was just like nuts. That was nuts. I was like, my God. Yeah, that was great, but uh, we didn't see the kill. That we saw the yeah, we didn't see the kill. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. All right, that's fair. That's fair. But, <laughs> no, still so, though, that actually, reveal, that say, reveal got me. I was just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the dog, the axe to the face. Like or it was like okay, there's a really good chance that's my kill of the year. Yeah, right. And then the dog yeah. happened. I was like, yeah. all right, take that back. Right, right. <laughs> and then and then though you say it was, it, we didn't actually see it. Right when I saw the brains getting eaten, I was like, oh my god, that, there's the third one right there. That's, that <laughs> tops it all. Yeah, I don't know. No, so I understand Phil's complaints about the movie being a little hard to understand. Um, yeah, me too. At the same time, I feel that those moments we were just talking about it definitely elevates it above your standard fare. Yeah, yeah, this this is a more of a throwback uh, violence of of yesteryear, um, based off of uh, what I saw here and, and summed up in that Roger Ebert dot com review. Um, uh, so yeah, yeah, but as as a straight 
scary film though I, I it didn't it didn't work as well as as some films that we've seen in the past year and a half or so I felt well um, I generally don't get scared when watching movies um yeah, me neither just because I've seen so many of them at this point nothing's nothing's gonna get me um but I do think well, it had some really effective violence well well that's the thing you see I, I want to explain how, how I'm talking uh, is that like smile that one really freaked me out, and Barbarian. Yeah, that one didn't me. freak me out. Um, uh, the, um, that 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 movie, uh, something in the Ghost Land. That one yeah, made yeah. me feel, okay. feel uncomfortable. You, you know, certain films that you know do their things. And while this one, I, I'm completely, I was completely desensitized. <laughs> I was All like, right. Fair yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the violence, I guess, violence doesn't bother me as much as. The, the weird stuff. I, I, I think. Be. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, no. What I mean is, is that if like you the, want weird stuff, I, I definitely recommend trying uh, Good Boy. Right. Wait, well, <laughs> The Wicker Man. That that that's an older film. But but the point is that made me just feel uncomfortable the whole time. Um, yeah, I don't get that. It was silly singing. Oh, oh v- Venus with the witches and the Cthulhu shit. That was like, oh my god, it's really nuts. Um, but this one here, the violence was was pretty awesome. But um, I was desensitized, like a cluster B person. All right, fair enough. Worked for me. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It, it worked, and, and, it, and it makes the movie better than it should be. But but um, it didn't it didn't like freak me out like a horror movie. It wasn't like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre where that, like, the terrorization was, oh, my God. You know, it was more, like, for shock value. And it, that's still good. Mm-hmm. It's just that it was different for me compared to no, – I got, I got you. I think I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. I don't agree, but I understand you. Sure, sure. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, there was I, also – yeah, no, there was the rule. This was a really quick rule. Don't leave me. <laughs> Don't don't leave me. She's lying to you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That didn't make sense. That this. Well, that wasn't sense. a rule. I got. I wrote down the rules tonight while I was watching. Here, here are the rules we're no, doing. It, it's a, what's here? It's what's not a plea. What's here? The no. seven rules. Right. But, so, so but here, here are the rules. In the car, the mother gives us six of them. Yeah. She says, "Don't you don't use electric lights. Don't be near animals." Um. Don't take objects that have been close to them. Don't hurt them. Don't say their names. Uh, and don't use firearms on them. And then in the car, the mom, the mom can't remember what the last rule is. Oh, but then later, 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 I've been hanging around. Later. Um, That's Boston accent. <laughs> later, uh, Mirtha gives us the last one, which is don't be afraid to die. Right. So, why was Pedro that much of a moron? Because I, I, it's not like they were using some sort of possession to to treat. Yeah, that's it. He was just a moron because they, they they don't have the power to control you unless you're unless they get the evil in you. So he was just stupid. Well, and they were yeah, also they were funny. also using his fear. Yeah, yeah, that she did mention that. Yep, the, the, she, the she, she was like, was, "You, you yeah. probably should hang back because they're, they're they're here because of you and your fear." Right, right. 
That's exactly true. They did say that. That that, that was a good uh, fix to the script. If, if people had a complaint, they go, "Nope, they said it right there." And so, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because well, yeah, I also tried to explain that. Hey, your other son might get possessed because he's showing signs that I've seen before. Yep. Uh, and they were like, no, he's autistic. He's just like that. And she was like, no, look at his hands. I've seen this happen before. <laughs> but then they leave him alone with the grandma, and yeah, that didn't work out very well. I liked, I liked how they talked about autism and how they were more prone to being taken over by these things. I, thought that was I think that's what they said. No, that's not what they said. They said they, the demons can't figure out how to control them. Yeah, oh, right. So that's it. yeah, it's yeah, easier yeah. to tell when when something's trying to possess them yeah, uh, because their brains yeah. don't work the same way and the demon gets lost. Yeah. Right. right. But I like that. I like that whole addition in there. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'll say one thing. That kid played the role really good because he played it as if he was autistic. Mm-hmm. And then when he walks into the house to the grandmother – and there's nothing wrong with him. It's like, <laughs> wow. And it's the well, same. And grandma actor. knows she's fucked. Yeah, and it's the same actor. And it was like, no way. <laughs> that was awesome because it's like, oh my god, that kid. I really thought he may have been autistic. And <laughs> the thing about the grandmother too, that was an interesting thing about that scene, was she's fiddling with her her necklace, and mm-hmm. it's, it's, and I was expecting it to be like a cross, but it wasn't. It was just these little animal things. So mm-hmm. it was it was interesting because I thought they were going to well, go. That way, right? And, and, and that's part of the lore I would like to know more about because at one point, actually, I think more than once, they make reference to uh, the church is dead. So apparently, in this world, something happened where there was a a. I think they're implying it's global. Um, yeah. Yeah. Collapse of faith. Yep. It's and like a reverse revival now. Yeah, it's like a reverse revival. Yeah, right. Instead of everybody uh, going to faith there, everybody's dropping out of faith. And, and the church just collapses because of the loss of faith or something. Yeah, it, was, right. it was interesting, yeah. I'd like yeah. to know more about that. that that's why I'd, li- I'd really like to see a prequel uh, showing the story of Martha and her husband. I would be on board for that. Yeah, me too. Oh, that, that, ooh, that's actually interesting, uh, Eric. Yeah, especially, yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, her character was the best of the whole movie, I think. I agree. She was yeah, the she smartest, was, for sure. Yeah, I, I liked her, and I liked Ruiz, because even though Ruiz, Ruiz was clueless about how and what happens with the rod, and he knew it was bad enough to get it four hours away, and I, and that, that, I thought... No, he fucked up. everything up by moving it, though. Yeah. Right, right, but, but, right, but, but again, I... I, I think it was because of ignorance, not because he was he was stupid, and he thought he was it was going to work. He goes, "We just get it out of here." Well, is it, it somewhere is it else. stupid to take action when you know you're ignorant? Uh, well, I thought it was actually greed that caused him to do it because he wanted to keep his farm and everything the way it was. Well, 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 okay. well you know what? I wouldn't even call that greed. I would call that smart because who the hell wants to lose their property and, and be have it stolen from by but the he government? Lost it anyway, because he did stupid stuff. Right, right, but but again, I think it was more <laughs> ignorance than evil or 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 stupidity. I think it was because he was just ignorant. About, Must have known enough about him to know that somebody br- might have brought it there to try and push him off the land anyway. Either so way, you had to know something about how these operate. Either way, that's something well, I that, that was part of my frustration is because we we're on the same plot of land here, right? And so right. we've got these two brothers that at least know of the possessions, right? 
They know of the rotten. Then you've got this family that has a rotten in their house. And somehow the guy that owns the land knows nothing about any of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, he's he's clueless about everything, like rottens, whatever. It's all superstition or whatever. I don't know. But, yeah, it was just strange that he was clueless, and you would think he wouldn't be. Um, But I will state his idea sounded solid to me. Yeah, I mean, I would have tried it. I'd have been more careful. Right, right. I I would not have gotten near – I would not have gotten near Uriel. I'd hire people to do it. Yeah, I don't want – I would just be worried that it would be like like you touch them that you get you get like leprosy or something. Yeah, I, 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 plus yeah. I might vomit. Like I I know what it looked like. I don't know what it smelled like, but I imagine there's an odor involved. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Merida Merida threw up right. Oh, just from the smell. You know, you could see his crotch was bright yellow. So he's been sitting <laughs> in his own. It's and I assume shit for months. Yeah. He was wet enough that he ripped the bedding. Oh God! <laughs> Just the sound of it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, they, these are the type of things that usually would disturb me, but it's the piss that disturbs you guys even worse in this. Movie. <laughs> I, yeah. Very effectively in this movie. There's a lot of movies that don't do it nearly as effectively. Yeah, yeah. I, there's only one. There was only one. None of that made me turn away. The only thing that made me turn away was when he was shoving his fingers in his son's mouth. And I, I, I just was saying they're going to bite his fingers off. Yeah, I know. I was too. And I said, I ain't, I ain't watching that. I just ain't. And, and, and sure enough, they didn't bite his fingers off. Instead, he was pulling out pieces Grandma's of his hair. His, his bum, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. I, either, either way, yeah, Reeves, he fucked it all up too. But, but if, if how I was assuming it wasn't going to spread on to me, but I was superstitious I felt it was a solid, solid thing. Yeah, 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 drive it to New York City and dump it there and get it away from me. Four hours away. Get it out of here. Well, and I just knew like, when he told that to Martha, I was like, oh, he fucked up. And she's like, yeah, yeah. you moved somebody that you knew was rotten? What the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? He, he's, so, he's so stupid. <laughs> he's, he's like, I don't. Yes, Pedro's a dumbass. That should be the title of the movie. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he even can. Yeah, his brother was actually smarter. To be honest, he was. Brother, yeah, his brother was just a defeatist. That was <laughs> right. You know, that's what his problem was. He wasn't stupid. He was just like, ah, we're doomed. We're doomed. <laughs> it's all over. We should have left Grandma where she was. We shouldn't have got her. I think he even shouldn't have gotten that. anybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I I really enjoyed the reveal at the end of the movie when the uh, when the son from the original family where the rotten was makes his confession about his involvement because yeah. then like he, at he that was point he was ground zero. Well, and at that point, what do you what do you do with that kid? Do you punish him? Is it actually his fault? I mean, he's told you these awful things that he did, but he also told you that he was controlled by an evil force while he was doing it. So, right. what what do you do? <laughs> well, well, I, honestly, I don't know if he can do anything because if you kill him, then he spreads more, right? So you can't do that because if you kill the goat, it spreads more. So if you kill him, it's going to spread more. That's so a, like that's a good point, Phil. Yeah, so you can't do anything. So, and and to be honest, everybody that does bad things in this film, it's not them doing it. It's it's the de- it's the demons. It's See, like, we know like, the kid. 
like the demons. We don't know if they're being forced by the demons. Yeah, that's. Uh, I didn't feel like the kids were being forced. They just meet eye to eye with the evil. I, I you know, being influenced. I don't if, think force is the right word. Right, right. Yeah. If you're influenced, in my opinion, you're, you're technically you're not guilty. At, at least in this world, because there's a supernatural presence mm-hmm. or disease or whatever you want to call it that's causing you to do something that you would not do normally if you weren't right. But like again, because we have incomplete lore here. Yeah. Uh, like, is he is he okay now? Or is he still infected? Is oh, he still going to be doing this shit? Or is he oh, yeah. is he good to go now? No, no. I, I, based off of what I've seen in this film, and this is just assumption because, like you said, the lore is not fulfilled. It's not it's not fully developed. He's still doomed, and he's done. The only way to get rid of him was to kill uh, to cleanse the rotten his brother, but they couldn't do it. The birth happened. So I think they're all doomed. I don't, because the only way to get rid of the evil, the taintness is had they cleaned the brother. But the kid didn't seem to be doing evil anymore. Right. And the same with the, the same with the autistic son. He ate grandma, but now he's back to normal. Yeah. It was like once the rotten turned into the new demon, like they weren't under control anymore. So, but, but Again, they, but you're right. They, it's but, incomplete. We don't know that for sure. That's just right. Is, is, it, is it like herpes? <laughs> it'll, it'll come back in a wave next week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, you don't. Oh, know. I see what you're saying. I so see what you're yeah. So, so I'm I'm worried that. Uh, um, no, I'm right there with you. That's why I start asking the question. Yeah, I, I think you have to lock them up and just watch them. You can't let them. You can't let them roam. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I would assume the influence is still there. I, I just can't believe it. It's gone forever. But yeah. Maybe. So, so at the same time, while I enjoy asking these questions and having conversations about it, I yeah. really wish I knew more. So I, I like. Yeah, I'm in the same. Um, I, I, I would like to see, uh, Demian. Rugna, I can't pronounce his name right. Sorry. Um, I would like to see him develop this mythology. Also, also the the, the brother, he ate people. Yeah. And and he he admitted he killed his own mother the night before. Mm-hmm. So if if he is not tainted he anymore, yeah, right, right. So if he's not tainted, it it, it happened within the past few hours. So mm-hmm. because he was he was sure he was tainted for over a year, right? It seems. No, I, I think uh, I think Barrett was on to something when he said because the demon was born, they're no longer tainted. I think that may be true, but I don't have any proof to back it up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I'm just saying what I felt as I watched it. You know, I could be totally. Also, also did is is the autistic son. Uh, again, this is Wikipedia I'm reading here, and it says that Pedro runs outside and collapses in grief, having lost everyone but Jamie. Meaning, it's implying that his son is still is gone. Meaning, the autistic mm-hmm. kid is gone. Meaning, which would meaning gone, meaning because he's not dead, would meaning he's still tainted. So, I again, no, this is just Wiki, and, and you know that means nothing. So, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming this both. The two children at the end are still 
tainted, but you, tell you yeah. what, if there's if this is ever released on a disc with special features, I'm there because I want to know more. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you could be right though. It could be once the demon was born, those that were were uh, possessed aren't anymore. Because yeah, did because I don't remember if anything happened with the the taint after the demon was born. <clears throat> because the demon's born, but at that point, the grandmother was already dead. The kid had already killed everybody else. And the autistic kid, yeah, so I don't, yeah, I don't know, yeah, there was no, none, no murders or anything. The autistic happened. kid seems like he's back to normal, as did the other, as did the other son. So, right, yeah, so yeah, that's a good question. So I don't know if he lost his son per se, but I mean, he lost his other son and his ex-wife, and <laughs> although he's his autistic son is still here i mean it seems like right you're not going to sit around and you know have a conversation with the guy right yeah there's just not enough information to know, to know. Mike, yeah well yeah what about you mike what's your opinion do you think uh the, the, they're still tainted like herpes the kid walked away with the evil kid right um I don't. I'm not sure how much of this thing with the kids, and I'm I'm, I'm being serious here, is is involuntary. Um, but I, we're, we're talking about not, the two back in the in the village because that was four hours away. Well, when the team was that, but it's so now the problem we have is the last kid we see is the autistic kid, right? And because he's autistic, he's not going to be a good baseline to tell. You know, if he's normal or not, um, you know, what is what is an what is an evil autistic child look like compared to a uh, a good autistic child? I, I don't know. Um, yeah, they're, they're, it's just they're they're at, uh, atypical behaviors to begin with. So who was was, you know, what, so what was he? Was he? Like still savoring the taste of grandma at the end? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, but it, what is his awareness? Even his awareness of the things that he's done. Right. What about the other kid? That fessed uh, up everything he's done. Is he yeah, still? The, the, well, he said still the, the, the brother. Yeah, he said he heard. Right. Um, he heard a voice. Oh, he did. But that to me is not the same as I yeah, think he did. Necessarily yeah. Right. So, but 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 there's an influence. I'm not willing to cut him any slack either. I, I concur. Yeah, I don't give him slack either. Well, and I did consider the possibility that Pedro may have been influenced as well, which is why he did all the dumb shit at the end. Um. But they could have made that clearer if that was supposed to be the case. They could have had like a you know a ghostly voice that you heard and that murder. Well, and if that's the case, then all their agency is gone throughout the whole movie, and basically there is nothing that could be done. Right. There's no freedom of movement there. So I would. And, and that maybe that's possible. true again. Incomplete. Lore. It's possible. Yeah. Right. And, possible. And, and Mike is 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 kind of right. Is that even if 
the the taint is is not there at the moment. <laughs> uh, we 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 still can't we still can't you know give you know cut him slack on it because we we just don't know. We got to stop talking about the taint. I can't keep it together much longer. <laughs> yeah, why is the taint so funny? Why does I keep you know, taint is a funny word? Do, do you know what the taint is? <laughs> no, no. Oh, you don't. Oh, no. it taint it taint your hmm, it taint your ha. <laughs> it's 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 that little piece of skin between your asshole and your nuts. That's your taint. Okay, that's that's. Oh yeah, I just looked it up. It's it's a. Uh, it's it's. it's, it's to get an image search. <laughs> yeah, it's also Grundle and Gooch. Okay. Right, oh, that's already too much imagery. Whether we're talking about the taint. This is worse than the imagery from the movie. <laughs> Uh, and, yeah, and then they're saying that the ca- cost, it's between the, the pubic right. area and the cost six. What's a cost six? Everybody case? knows what a taint is except for you, Phil, so let's move on. <laughs> I'll, I'll do your research later. Uh, yeah, right. Um, but either way, um, uh, yeah, so, so what, what's the deal with, um, uh, Well, yeah, I don't know. yeah no, never mind. Never mind. I, I, I don't know where I was going, to be honest. The, the, I'm off last That's my fault. The, Sorry. Is it a taint? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Phil is uh, tainted. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right, Eric, I, Eric, I know you think it's your fault, but it, it taint. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was something to do with the, the demon. Um, yeah, I remember now. I remember now. Uh, so... The demon, actually, it looks like it, he's been tattooed, Pedro, his forehead. He can't, he can't wash that off, those three. Right. Lines. Right. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, so I don't know what that meant. He's been marked. It meant sequel. Yeah, he's been marked. I don't know <laughs> why or, or what that means. Yeah. But it was clearly done intentionally. Right. The, the cross six is just the tailbone. Just nothing. <laughs> Anyway, uh, all right. So, um, but yeah, that's 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 that obviously meant something, and that was supernatural for sure. As was the birth of the demon, I guess. So, uh, yeah, what does that mean now that he's marked? But again, it doesn't matter because the film ends before we can really find. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah, but since he couldn't mar- get rid of it, that was kind of weird. Uh, so I'd be curious to see a sequel to this, but I'd be more curious to see a prequel to this. Sure, sure. Uh, what else? Anything else anybody had on their list that they haven't brought up yet that they wanted to talk about? I'm good. I'm good too. Mike? I'm good. Alright. Alright, so that's pretty much it. Uh, So that's our review and critique and dissection of When Evil Lurks. Um, so before we get into our final thoughts on the film, we do have a few things. And the first is the top 10 podcasts of the month. All right. So number 10 is uh, episode 596, Influencer, the Canadian film. Number 9, episode 595, the Spaniard film, Venus. Number uh, 8, episode 597, it lives inside. 
the uh, that um, Indian folklore film. Uh, then number seven is uh, Bowie Hancock and the One Piece podcast, episode six, The Chef and the Chore Boy. I was waiting for it. And then <laughs> number f- number uh, six. Yeah, so that was seven. And the six is Bowie Hancock and the One Piece podcast, episode eight, Worst in the East. So that was the season finale, I think, right? And then episode, let's see, four is uh, no, actually, actually, episode five or, or number five on the top ten is Boa Hancock and the One Piece podcast number seven, the girl with the soft fish tattoo. And then we're back to dark discussions at number four, episode five ninety nine, the angry black girl and her monster. Then at number three, Cinema a la Carte podcast episode number sixteen, everything everywhere all at once. Oh, cool. Then number two. Oh, try again. This is <laughs> bastard. Um, uh, number. <laughs> stop talking. Num- number <laughs> number two. Dark P- discussions podcast episode five ninety eight. You're killing me. And number one for the past thirty days, episode six hundred. The Wicker Man. Mm. There you go. So um, some of them have been hanging on for a while. That Venus is still there. Influence has been there for a while. Uh, Your Killing Me has been there for a while. It lives as well. So, but yeah, Wicker Man uh, had a, a huge showing right off the bat. Makes sense. Now it did win the poll. Sure did. Sure did. Yep. Yep. All right. So I guess we can get into. Uh, let's see here. Um, well, we have. Uh, uh, Maybe a little, little time to talk about what we've been watching and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, for me, um, I have uh, – I wa- rewatched Circle with Dan Lynch. Ah. Yes, yes. I, I rewatched that. still holds up. Uh, you clarify, great. when you say you watch Circle with Dan Lynch, do you mean you watch the Circle starring Dan Lynch or you watch the Circle with Dan Lynch? Star, so, uh, uh, like star- one of them could, could be possible. That is true. That is true. That's true. You can you can uh, uh, do that because uh, we're, we're friends with Dan. Dan's uh, friends of the podcast, uh, and uh, he's joined us. So uh, and we we know that you can watch films together while, while podcasting. But no, no, we I just uh, re- I watched the film where he is one of the stars in the film. As a matter of fact, uh, so I rewatched that. That's actually how we met him was through that film. Um, and uh, yeah, still yeah, he was such up. an asshole in that film. We thought we got to get to know this guy. <laughs> There you go, there you go. Uh, yeah, I watched that about four or five days ago, back-to-back with uh, the Clint Eastwood film Gran Turismo. We watched that one as well. So those are a couple of damn good films. I uh, saw um, the Taylor Swift Errors Tour film again. Nobody with cares. Kids. Nobody cares. Uh, over the weekend. I'm going to see it again tomorrow. With, Nobody with, cares. Nobody cares. You're going to see uh, it a fourth time? Nobody cares. Wow. Nobody cares. Not yeah. one person, not a single soul. Of what time, Barry? Um, and then uh, what else have I done? Oh, playing Cyberpunk uh, 2077 still. So, yeah, still doing that. Uh, moving along uh, quickly, I guess, in the game. It's a solid game, as always. I uh, high recommend. And the downloadable content, uh, which is also getting great reviews, is, is uh, highly recommended. Uh, and uh, the film, I mean, the, the film, the, the, the game stars Keanu Reeves. Uh, he's, he's there all the time with you a lot. Mm-hmm. But the new downloadable combat, uh, content 
stars Ildris Elba. Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So and so he's so they're actually in the game, both of them, and they're they can they're they're like it's it looks just like him, so it's pretty cool uh, how they do it. So yeah, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. I was shocked when it was him. I was like, is that he? What he's in this? Oh my god, I had no idea. I like uh, Far Cry Six. I think right. That was the last one. Yeah, they had the chicken man. Where they had the whole Danny Trejo mission. Where oh you, yeah. Where you team up with Danny Trejo. <laughs> yep. Yep. Was it actually he Danny Trejo Danny or Trio. just yeah yeah yes. yeah? It was Danny Trejo okay. playing Danny Trejo. Okay, yeah, because in this game they're playing different characters. Uh, Johnny Silverhand is uh, Keanu Reeves, and I forget the Ildris and uh, Andrew the Alba's uh, character's name, uh, but it's them. But they're playing characters. Um. So yeah, yeah. It's a so it's it's a good game. Uh, let's go with you, Barrett. Uh, anything you want to bring up? I know you're playing some something that called Diablo Four. Yeah, I'm still playing. I'm almost done with the season. They're going to have some events uh, from here to the end uh, of the season, so I'll probably get into those. Like beginning of December, they're going to have some winter uh, events that go on, and then there's a new um, boss that you're going to be able to fight. I'm waiting for some friends to get to level 100 so I can fight some of the bigger bosses. We've fought most of the really hard ones, but there are some that we have not yet. So soon, because the leveling is so much quicker, they're almost to 100 now, too. So, But that's right. pretty much all I'm doing. i got a lot going going on it, right now. So. It, has a, it has a pretty cool post of the season. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Uh, Mike, what do you got? Uh, you know, I forgot to mention last week, I guess, uh, before Halloween, I managed to see um, on one of those uh, revival showings, uh, the Dawn of the Dead, the original Dawn of the Dead in theaters, which I haven't actually watched in a while. Um, and I still think it's a little long, but I I must have, the last time I watched it, it must have been like the extended cut. Uh because this was much shorter than I was, I was remembering specifically. There, uh, like there was far less of the pie fight than I had recalled. Um, but you know, it's it's it still to me holds up. Uh, there's, yeah, there's definitely things in it that are very uh, much of that period. What, what movie is this like? The makeup, Dawn of the Dead. Oh yeah, that one, the original. Yeah, yeah, the original. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's still still a good film. I still prefer the the original night. Uh, by far, but uh, yeah, it holds up. It was nice to be able to see it uh, on the big screen. Um, and other than that, uh, you mentioned that one of our top ten films was Everything Everywhere All at Once. So if you you like your multiverse stuff, uh, I've been enjoying the second season of Loki. Uh, oh yeah, just up, uh, Generation V on Amazon, which uh, I enjoyed a lot, which is the spinoff of The Boys. And if you like the boys and you are interested in, in, in something kind of similar but animated, there's uh, Invincible just started its second season. Uh, and I think the second episode drops – or second or third episode drops tonight. And um, I thought the first one was good. And that's also dealing with uh, a multiverse story. Multiverses – we have a multiverse of multiverses. That seems to be where we are. There is a movie in theaters uh, that I might catch tomorrow. I don't even remember what it's called. Um, and, I'll, and if I do get a chance to catch it, I will 
uh, let you know. Um, but it was something, uh, again, about, I think, serial killer related or like so it's an, an alternate reality related. So, um, no, I don't, go away. Let me see if I can find it. But, um, yeah, I think that's about it. Oh, and I've mentioned in the past the TV show For All Mankind. Uh, which is an alternate history. Uh, what if the Soviets had gotten to the moon first? Uh, that is just That's starting. That's so great. To, yeah, the new season just starting now on uh, on uh, Apple TV. So, no, it's just just oh, start, it's, uh, start it's a wonderful night. Is the name of the story? Is the name of the film? A year after saving her town from a psychotic killer. Winnie Carruthers finds herself in a nightmare parallel universe where without her, things are much worse. So it's a Wonderful Life parody. Oh, uh, that has a uh, Catherine Isabel in it. Does it? Yeah. I saw her uh, post about it. Okay. Uh-huh. So that's about it. Uh, so hopefully I'll be able to give you a report on that next week. I do want to say I was supposed to go to see Dawn of the Dead, but um, I got, again, because I was supposed to see it earlier this year, somehow managed to have my COVID shot scheduled for the same exact day as that, and I get sick every time I get it, and I wasn't able to go <laughs> yet again, twice in one year. So I, I'm i going to give up on trying to see that in the theater. And, and see, which one is this, Brad? Dawn of the Dead. Well, well maybe, maybe maybe you should have canceled your, your shot and, and rescheduled the shot. <laughs> I didn't even realize until it was the day of, and I was like, what was I thinking? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's true. I still like the, the remake better. Yeah. I yeah, saw that. It's, 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 it's tighter. tighter. I'd actually, the night before, seen a local uh, filmmaker's film, and it had uh, Jim Crutt, and he was at the premiere, and he's the guy who played the, uh, the helicopter zombie uh, who gets his head chopped off by the helicopter in the film. Nice. So I'd actually just uh, seen the guy right. tonight. Yeah, I saw your. I think you posted that on Facebook or something. Or you posted. You said something about it. I, I know you, you. I heard you say it somewhere. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The original, the original was was decent enough. But yeah, I love the um, the remake. Yeah, I saw that it is in Waltham, Massachusetts, with uh, a girl named Curry back in the day when I was dating her. Um, but yeah, that was. Uh, um, a, a strange film, the, the original, because it, there's like five different cuts of it, if I'm not mistaken. There's like yeah, yeah. So who knows what? But there's several. Just a real cut, yeah. But anyway, um, all right. So I think we're with you, Eric. Uh, yeah, right? I haven't really watched anything appropriate to talk about on this show. Um, but I did involve myself in a little project some people might find interesting, uh, which is that when I moved into my condo in 2010, about two matching bookcases that were six feet tall, um, pretty big bookcases. I put one in the bedroom, one in the living room, and the one in the living room is where I put my movies. Um, well, since 2010, I've been getting more movies um, and ran out of room. Um, so I was like, oh, well, I'll need to order another bookcase so I can build it and put it next to the one in the living room. Well, turns out that the one I ordered back in 2010 is no longer made. 
So, <laughs> so I had to um, order a different bookshelf. Uh, and so I got another bookshelf for the bedroom and I, I took all the books off the shelf in the bedroom because uh, that bookshelf matches the one in the living room and dragged that fucking thing out into the living room, uh, which was, you know, sounds easy. Not as easy as you might think with one person by yourself. Um, and then I uh, reshelved all my movies because, as everybody knows, the only correct way to store your movies is uh, shelve them in alphabetical order by title. Um, and and yeah. anybody just do that as a cluster B. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, although I got to admit, I don't exactly have it set up like that because I decided to keep my DVDs separated from the Blu-rays and the 4Ks. Um, so I have all the Blu-rays in alphabetical by title, and then the DVDs come after Blu-ray alphabetical by title. Oh, that you know how I violate TV. that? I put all the Marvel films under M for Marvel. Let me ask you a question. So what would you do with James Bond movies where, like, Goldfinger is nowhere near from Russian with Love? You know, it's a uh, – actually, it would, would be near because of GNF. Um, well, I don't own them, so it's not a problem. <laughs> it would make well, his head spin if he did. <laughs> no, it, it would de- Honestly, it would depend on, like, for instance – one thing I do own is I uh, last Black Friday brought all the Friday the 13th movies on Blu-ray uh, and are boxed together in a set, and I had those shelved together under F. Um, so if it were a James Bond set, I might shelve it under J, but if it were individual movies along the way, I'd probably put them by title. Yeah, I mean, think about you would have Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th part one, all the way up to Friday the 13th Part 8, and then it would be Jason Goes to Hell. <laughs> right, right, exactly. There goes your alphabet. Yeah, so I, I actually, yeah, that's a good point, yeah. I, I, yeah, vampire films, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. How do you do it? Yeah. Well, and we could go down a rabbit hole just like high fidelity, right? But let's not. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, I do know that mine, I've alphabetical, but I didn't alphabetical within the letter. So, for example, uh, I, I would just put all the I's together and I didn't. Oh, you know. I, A, I, B, I, C, you know. That, yeah. so no, I, did, was, I did mine uh, actual alphabetical order by, by title and uh, – yeah, I left myself a little wiggle room uh, too. So if I get more movies, I can I can get them in where they belong. So if, uh, well, did you say if? <laughs> what? Did you say if? <laughs> if when? If when you well, movies. okay, that's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, anything else, Eric? That, that's it. All right, that was a fun little story. Um, all right, so okay, so so the are the two new ones in? Did you say those are in the the, the living room or in no, the in two the shelves place? in the living room? Are the ones I ordered in 2010 that okay. match? That so I the new ones you can't buy that bookcase anymore. So I got a different one for the bedroom. Oh, okay. Oh, so you only bought one more for some reason. I thought yes. you bought two new ones. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, the idea was to get two matching shelves in the living room, but right, I had to. Do it the hard way since I can't just buy another one and put it in the living room. Right, right, gotcha. All right, so 
Is that Dan the jerk because he didn't help you move it? Well, he probably didn't ask. No, yeah, he didn't. I, I I hired movers, and I also bought the bookshelves after I'd moved in. In fact, I recall putting them no, together, I, listening to an episode of Horror, etc. I think I think Mike is referring to he didn't help you move the, the bookcase recently. The new one, yeah. Oh, move the old no, one out of your honestly, memory. he probably would have had I asked, but I didn't ask him. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because I thought it was going to be pretty easy. It was a little more difficult than I figured. <laughs> but I still right. got it done. Right. All right. Uh, and that was it. So uh, one other thing. Uh, today, a Discovery of Witches, Demons, and Vampires podcast episode, the premiere of Season 3, was uh, downloaded as well. That came out of nowhere. Interesting. So, um, all right. So uh, I guess we can get into our final thoughts on this film here. But before we do, uh, Eric, you actually do another podcast with that person that Mike just mentioned, Dan. Yes, uh, we do a general interest podcast called the Ascancity Podcast. That's spelled A-S-K-A-N-C-I-T-Y. You can find it wherever you get podcasts. And you have like 550 episodes of that? Yep. All right, very good. And um, Mike, what's that podcast that me, you, and Eric do? We're going to be recording uh, later this month. Yeah, that is Cinema La Carte, where uh, we – Record a uh, an episode that is not directly dark discussions material, but a film that we want to discuss, and we each take turns picking and choosing a movie. Um, is that the, movie, the podcast you were referring to? Yep, Cinema Alcott. Okay, right. Just make, I, I missed the the intro. So yes, yeah, so uh, we do have a number of episodes out. How many have we done for that? Uh, we got si- we got sixteen out, and then I think we have another three or so in the queue. So, yeah. Okay. So yeah, this is a when we have time to squeeze one in rather than a uh, something on a regular basis. Indeed. Um, and uh, Barrett, uh, what's that podcast that uh, me and you and Mike and uh, Kevin Letts and everybody we're we're doing and we're going to be doing another one uh, coming up shortly? Halloween boutique psychotronic reviews. We will be doing Peacemaker soon. Yep, that's right. And uh, what's the podcast that we just wrapped up, Barrett? Oh, a Hancock and the One Piece, uh, best show of the year. Should be watching if you aren't. Listen to the podcast, all that. All right, so uh, let's get into our final uh, thoughts on this film here. So, uh, Barrett, why don't you start? Uh, I love this film. I thought it was creepy. It had a great atmosphere. I liked the kind of different story it told. Um, it had its own mythology. I'd like, like Eric, I would like to see something else with this world um i think people should at least see this movie once uh it's a bit brutal and gruesome but it's a great great horror film all right sounds good mike yeah i really enjoyed it i don't know that i enjoyed it as much as terrifier but uh i think the guy the director has certainly shown himself to be talented (laughs) mike Uh, you just said terrifier did you yeah you meant terrified. terrified sorry Terrified. Uh, I'm usually very cognizant of that. <laughs> Try not to make that mistake. Um, because they're yeah, two very Lousy different films. Generic. Easy to do. Easy to do. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely would recommend it. At least I, I would certainly recommend it more towards, um, your, for lack of a better term, your hardcore horror fans. Uh, this is not the kind of thing I would send, like, you know, uh, Aunt Jenny to watch uh, the night before Halloween. 
uh, because there is a, there, there is some brutal stuff in here, obviously. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there's also great stuff if you like watching children murder. <laughs> and murdering. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Um, yeah, for me, um, yeah, uh, RogerEbert.com gave it two and a half out of four stars. I figure that's about right. Uh, it's got 57% good reviews by audiences, 99 or, or by critics. Uh, I, I'm kind of leaning more to the 57. Um, it was it was good to mediocre. Um, nothing that really blew me away. Um, so I would recommend it to the hardcore fans, as Mike mentioned. Um, I think I think people would like that. Uh, but uh, as Eric will probably say in his final thoughts, um, keep your your the hype. Don't ignore the hype because the the hype may make it sound better than it really is. Uh, so uh, I, I, it was definitely overhyped, in my opinion. Uh, let's go with you, Eric. Yeah, uh, Phil stole my thunder. Thanks, Phil. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Was that no, but uh, I do think that this movie was slightly overhyped, at least on social media. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I enjoyed this movie a lot. Um, I think it had a great score. Uh, it's got a few of the best kills of the year. Uh, and if you've got a Shutter subscription, you should definitely check it out. All right, so that was our uh, discussion on this film, When Evil Lurks, 2023 film uh, released by IFC uh, Theaters and uh, then on Shudder, October 27th. Uh, The film is uh, directed by and written by Damien Rugner. Uh, the film is an Argentinian film, and the film um, uh, – what was the last thing I wanted to bring up about it? Uh, uh, I guess not, there's nothing else, really. Yeah, there was something, but I, it wasn't that important of note. But uh, either way, it's uh, available for streaming for free if you have a subscription to Shutter. Uh, whether it's available anywhere else, I, I'm not sure at this point, but um, – if it sounds interesting to you, you may want to check it out. And with all that stated, Eric, why don't you leave us out? All right. Thanks for tuning in. Let's talk about When Evil Lurks. Come back next week. We'll have another topic. <laughs>